1: Canto by Dispatch. Today, I'm Brittany, and joining me today, as always, is my friend Emily Lind. Hi, Emily! Hi, Brittany! I haven't done this in a while. How are you?
0: I'm okay. How are you doing?
1: Eh, I'm good. I have a margarita in my hand right now, and I was just thinking about it. I don't remember the last time I was able to drink while recording been a while
0: it's a good way to record
1: oh yeah it is uh how's everything with you going Eh,
0: okay a little bit stressed because i'm looking for an apartment and it fucking sucks but i'm
1: sorry well anyone who lives in emily's area if you see homes or apartments or uh ships that belong belong to director chronic email emily lind at Cantobytepod at gmail.com. But how's your week been other than all that?
0: I was fine until that. I'm doing okay. How about you? How was your trip? It was fun.
1: I was in Denver for a friend's graduation and it was fun. I realized again that graduation ceremonies are very long, but it's nice when you have good company. And. I will tell you a weird story. I was kind of telling you this in the DMs, but... So, we got to Denver, and we had to pack very lightly because we flew with Frontier. That's also another story. And they charge you for, like, extra bags. So, I'm cheap, and I'm like, I'm going to fit everything in my bag. So, I just brought, like, a couple dresses, and I couldn't really fit, like, soap or a mini brush. So, I had to go to a store and get all that. And... We went, we ended up at this like Walgreens in a hospital, so we weren't able to get much. And we were walking around doing stuff in the city, and I'm like, oh, there's a Target. I need to get two more things a bar of soap and some makeup wipes. So I go mm-hmm. get this stuff, and then Carlos keeps the makeup wipes in his bag, and then I have it in my purse. We go to a baseball game, and then they do security checks at the baseball game. So The older woman that was checking my bag just looks at me blankly and says, why is there a bar of soap in your bag? (laughs) And I tell her, I'm like, it's a long story. And she's like, in my 40 years of working here, I've never seen anything more strange. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I took a bar of soap with me to a Rockies game. And I think it was good luck because they won. So, everyone, if you like baseball, bring a bar of soap with you because it's good luck.
0: <laughs> Starting your own superstition.
1: Yes. But yeah, no, it was fun. I mean, I had a couple health issues while I was there. But I then had to wait in the airport for like 85 days because their flight delay was like, three hours long and I didn't get home until four had to work at seven and then now I'm here so because I don't have the balls to call out of work like I don't know why like I've been working at the same place for like seven years and I still don't have the balls to call and be like um hi I'm Brittany um I have to call out like I just I can't do it trip was fun uh denver food is good i had a lot of uh food from spain that was good i had a lot of good mexican food which i wasn't anticipating um i had really great brisket at the denver zoo oh yeah yeah it was really good it was really like nice and flavorful and like just enough salty to be like ooh. This is melting in my mouth. But but yeah, I had an eventful week, but now I'm back home and talking to you. So I'm happy. Yay.
2: Yay.
1: But yeah, um, we don't have much news this week because nothing really happened other than like Galaxy's Edge.
0: Yeah, that was the that was the big thing.
1: Yeah. Did you watch the live stream of the uh, opening of Galaxy's Edge? Oh, no. So you didn't see, like, Mark and Harrison and Billy D come on stage?
0: I mean, I saw pictures of it later, but that's just, like, I'm not... I don't care about that shit at all, really.
1: Mm. It was cool seeing them. Harrison has grown out this, like, crazy beard... And I think it's yeah, for he Indiana he's got like Jones. this mountain man beard. Yeah. Like, apparently he's starting to film Indiana Jones soon, so maybe it's for that. Or maybe he just really wants a long-ass beard.
0: I'm sort of surprised he was there, though.
1: Yeah, me too. And George. I'm surprised that all of them were there for a Disney Park opening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And Billy D too. It was nice to see Billy D. But yeah, it was funny. I was uh, looking at pictures, and I guess like Brie Larson was just there, just chilling. Like uh, Ashley Eckstein was like chilling in the cantina, and she turns around and, <laughs> and sees Brie Larson just having a drink. That's pretty cool. Um, I know. Uh, stars, they're just like us, but. Yeah, did you see any coverage from the opening day of Galaxy's Edge? I mean,
0: I went through some pictures and stuff, but that was about all I did. Hmm. How about you? Were you following it pretty closely?
1: Yeah, I was, because I, you know, at first, I didn't want to see anything, and I didn't want any, like, ride spoilers or park spoilers, but... I've limited it down to just the ride spoilers. Like, I want to know nothing about the ride. Okay. But I'm okay with seeing pictures from the park. But overall, I am, number one, I'm very impressed with how spacious it is and how the crowd control is. I was really skeptical about Disney's crowd control. But Mm -hmm. I know it's still a problem because people are having issues getting into the cantina Uh, Getting into the lightsaber building and I believe the droid building, but I'm not 100% sure. I think that's changed because I saw I thought I saw someone posting that it was only like a 20 minute wait for the droids. I
0: wonder what's going to happen when they switch off of the reservation system.
1: Yeah, they're gonna be fucked. (laughs) But I I've been closely checking the wait times for smugglers run and i've seen anywhere from 90 minutes to 15 minutes so that's That's a big difference it is but it's way better than i thought it was and i've been hearing from a couple of disney bloggers and especially jenny nicholson if you don't know who jenny nicholson is she's a big theme park advocate she has a youtube channel She's very funny, very dry humor, and she's been posting a lot about Galaxy's Edge. And she was talking about how it's smart to go on Smuggler's Run at the end of your reservation because once you get there, that's what everyone wants to do. Everyone is going to go straight to the bar or straight to Smuggler's Run. So anyone who's listening, if you're going to Galaxy's Edge soon, I definitely recommend to spend like the first like hour or two like walking around taking pictures because everyone's gonna be in line for the ride and the blue milk and the short ribs that are apparently those ribs are really good.
0: When's your, When's your reservation for?
1: Ah, yes. So I can confirm that i will be at galaxy's edge on june 20th 2019 from 8 a.m to 12 p.m
0: that's exciting yes
1: early yeah and you don't want to know how much it costs (laughs) because all of the reservations are booked but if you stay at one of the disneyland hotels which are like the regular Disneyland hotel, Paradise Pier, and the Grand Floridian. Then you automatically get a reservation, but you also have to buy a park hopper ticket. And they do the park hopper ticket because you're only guaranteed one out of the two days. Like let's say, for instance, that you check into the hotel on a Tuesday and leave Wednesday. You need to leave both of those days available. So that's how they're fucking with you. They're like you have to buy two days because we can fuck you up and be like, even though you bought a day for or pass for this day. Your Galaxy's Edge reservation is this day. So.
0: Yeah. So you got a hotel reservation and two-day park pass. Mm Mm-hmm. To go to Galaxy's Edge. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Jesus. It's my graduation present to myself. Okay. (laughs) But, I mean, it's nice because I'm going with uh, Rusty and Carlos. So, I mean, we'll split the prices. I think the hotel... Altogether was like five something, which doesn't surprise me because the Disneyland hotel is a little bougie. I'm not I, I say bougie, but it's not like it's just it's very expensive because it's on the property. But it's ridiculous yeah. because the other Disney parks, uh, the other Disney um, hotels in Florida are like so much cheaper. Like this price is like the price of like staying at the Grand Floridian, which is like or the Grand Californian, which was, I don't know, the big hotel that's like the Hotel Dell. I'm already forgetting names. This margarita is hitting me. and I've already been drinking a couple sips. <sighs> but, yeah, I'm very excited. Working out your game plan and everything? Yeah. Rusty is a planner. We, we're both really big planners. So we've been discussing what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. He really wants to go to the cantina, which I'm surprised about. Because little Rusty, like, two months ago was like, I don't want to drink at all. And then here he is two weeks ago on a stage at a piano bar singing Let It Go. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. that's sweet, sweet little boy. But, no, I'm excited. I mean, I'm off of those two days, thank God, because I'll be there from wednesday to thursday and i'm off those days now because of my awesome new work schedule so i'll be able to go around the park maybe go to trader sam's get some a rum and dole whip maybe go back to that steakhouse and get something for rusty for planning all of this so yeah um but i saw a trending tweet on twitter kind of about galaxy's edge And oh, yeah, yeah. I was uh June first, username EF Lind, scrolling <laughs> through a gallery of Galaxy's Hedge merch and side eye emoji. It's binders. And you're probably wondering, what are binders? They're Star Wars handcuffs. Emily, we are a family friendly podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's a blatant lie. But no, I'm sort of surprised that tweet ended up getting a lot of traction, <laughs> which I was surprised by cuz I just sort of like I just thought it was really funny cuz obviously like immediately my mind goes to the dirty place. And apparently um apparently but- they already have like an imperial version that they sell like at Disney, but I had never seen those before. So seeing these like new first order version and they even they even look like the inside is all foam. So they're like padded handcuffs. And I'm sorry, but I'm not the only one with a dirty mind because I got so many responses to this.
1: You can't get kinky with those, though, because they're so, you know, they're covered in that little, you know, foam. It's like you're comfortably handcuffed. Look,
0: have you ever been in real handcuffs? They fucking hurt. You want something cushioned?
1: How do you know if they're
0: like... <laughs> no, i <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, they sell, like, I mean, padded handcuffs are a thing that they sell specifically for this purpose. Now, yeah. I don't know how strong they are, so I don't know if you can, like, pull at them at all, which would be problematic. But... Yeah, I mean... <sighs> it's pretty blatant. I feel like that's gotta be a good number of their sales.
1: Well, do you know what also is a good number of their sales? Hmm. Their robes. And do you know what you can't wear at Disneyland? Robes. Robes. We'll get to that in a second, but <sighs> I guess when I'm in Galaxy's Edge If I see those binders they're I know in, where they're going.
0: They're in the they're in the first order. Supply shop or whatever they're calling it.
1: You uh. see I'm interested in these different shops because I heard that like only in the first order area you can only get first order shit. Yeah, they
0: have the first order shop, they have the resistance supply shop.
1: I just want my porgs. Like if there's a bad guy porg, I'm here for it. There probably isn't, but from what I remember hearing, there are three different porgs you can get in Galaxy's Edge. And so far, I've only seen two. Okay. And I'm wondering about the third one. Because the first one is like the one that like talks kind of. and then has like the big feet. Then the other one is the kind of like, so the the one that looks like. Trying to think, but you know what I'm talking Is about, like, like the doll—the one, one that's
0: supposed to be like the sort of like the in-universe version of toys, so like 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 Ray and Jin had, but it's a mm-hmm.
1: porn. Yeah,
0: yeah. They had a lot of cute. Cool, there was a cute little Wicked-looking one that I really liked.
1: I have to get a lot of those. Even the Loth Cats looked cute too, but it was really funny because I was paying cl- a close attention to the opening. Because they usually Disney parks have opening day merch and people wait for hours for this stuff. Like it's crazy. Like there's nothing like Disney park people. Like I remember a couple months back um, or a month or two back they had the 30th anniversary of Hollywood Studios which is a park at Disney World. And people were waiting for hours for just like a shirt, a hat and basically Galaxy's Edge had that too. But the big thing, too, is the park map. People are selling the day of park map, which is interesting. I mean, is it like special? No, it just has the Falcon on it. I think just because it's, you know, the first day of it, like people get really excited. The one thing I did think was cool was the um,
0: the little, I don't know, what the, the little like gift card thing that you can use to pay in
1: the park. That's like a metal one. It's all oh, Star yeah.
0: That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that was really cool. And you can just, like, scan it. The last time I heard or I saw, I think it was on Sunday or Saturday, that they had already sold out of those. But they probably have more now. But I don't know. Were there any things that you saw from the opening or from, like, people's posts that have interested you? Um, there's a couple of the toys that look pretty cute. I like that I like that style that
0: that homemade looking style they're doing on those toys. I think that's an interesting idea. Uh, I like yeah. those a lot. The binders just because they made me laugh so hard when I saw them um, <laughs> like if I were going, like I'd probably want to build a droid. Like I don't know if I'd actually put down that much money, but they're they're pretty cool looking and the whole experience looks fun.
1: Yeah, I thought that those droids would be more expensive than they are because to have did you see the price of the actual like R2D2 that it was like twenty two or twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, but that's like a life size R2. But we know that there are some people that have already bought that. (laughs) Yeah, I believe it was the Walt Disney World News today posted a video of the process of building the droid. And it was really cool. Like, you know, the cast, of course, is very with you and very immersive and just everything there. I mean, there's like a conveyor belt like there. They put a lot of thought into this.
0: Yeah, it definitely looks like they're making it into a whole experience. Um, The same Mm -hmm. with I've heard that the lightsaber thing is the same, but I haven't I haven't actually seen any video of that one.
1: That's the only one I haven't seen was the lightsaber building. I thought I saw a picture of Sal and his family with the lightsabers.
0: Oh, maybe. I mean, I know they were there.
1: Yeah, good for them. They deserve it. But yeah, I've been seeing a lot. And it's interesting because at first I thought that, you know, seeing a lot would spoil me from the experience, but I I don't think it will. Like, I'm still you know, I'm scrolling right now and looking at pictures and videos and I'm just amazed. Like, seeing the life-size falcon is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool, I gotta say.
1: I'm just really excited to go with carlos and rusty because i'm i'm excited for myself but i'm really excited to you know see their reactions too like there's nothing like going with like a good group to somewhere you know like with celebration we would be with everyone and we'd have like a good crowd we stayed at an awesome place like you know i'm just i'm with you know just rusty who you know i've grown up with the star wars and carlos you know who I love dearly, and, you know, seeing his reaction to the Falcon will just, like, melt my little heart, and when we're on the smuggler's bounty ride, or the smuggler's run ride, and when I make the person have him be the co-pilot, because he wants to be, like, Chewy, (laughs) like, I'm just, it's so cool, but I do see some pictures from the lightsaber building, like, they I guess they make it like a whole thing, like a whole process, because at the end they all like hold up the lightsabers. Oh, gosh, I'll be there soon.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I look forward to your full report. Me
1: too. Me too. Um, have you seen any of the pictures from the bar, any of the items from the bar? Uh, I see
0: some pictures. I didn't look too like, closely at any of the descriptions or stuff. Hmm. But I saw people drinking blue milk and green milk.
1: Yeah, I heard the green milk sucks. But the blue milk is good. They say it's, like, a rice milk kind of thing or, like, a rice, like, I don't know. I probably won't drink it, though. I'll probably be, al- no, nah, maybe. I'll do it for the views but I wanted to talk about the food for a second because I'm was i still very interested in the food. Okay. So, the most popular thing I've seen is the smoked kadu ribs from B- Donkey Bay 7. Have you seen those? Yeah. Like, they come with a blueberry corn muffin, cabbage slaw, and I guess it's, like, really good. And then there's this, like, spork thing. I gotta show you this picture of the spork. It's the weirdest spork I've ever seen. Oh man, I'm talking on a podcast about a spork. (laughs) Damn it. What I did know, you whispering?
0: What did you send it on? Oh, Twitter. Okay, let I me mean, look. Okay. okay. It's a spork. But it's like instead of the tines being directly at the top of the spork, it's angled tw- slightly. Yeah.
1: It's a cool spork. Hmm. Well, also Did you see um, how much the little detonator uh, Coca Cola bottles are going for? Aren't they like five dollars? Five dollars and forty nine cents. And they're really that. They're they're quite small, aren't they? Yeah, I'm trying to wonder what the ounces are. I, I don't see anyone that's had like the actual like ounces of because I don't think you get that much in there. Like when I get there, I'll take a picture of it and then I'll look at it and see how many ounces but i think that a lot of people are going to be grabbing those just to take pictures of those like i i don't even know if people are actually going to buy those
0: okay i'm looking at the green milk and the blue milk and apparently the blue milk they're both uh like coconut milk and rice milk and the blue Mm -hmm. milk is pineapple and Drag, like tropical fruits, like dragon fruit and pineapple. And then the green milk is more citrusy, which doesn't hmm. sound great in a milky thing. So I understand why the blue one is maybe better.
1: I just don't get the coconut and rice milks. Like I would almost want to just make it a smoothie.
0: Uh, my guess is that so anybody, I mean, well, not anybody. I guess they're people who are allergic to coconut and rice, but less than who are lactose intolerant. I guess that's... And that way it's
1: vegan. Yeah. Because they have a lot of meat products in their foods and especially probably their drinks too. But let's see what other foods...
0: Oh, also in every single picture I've seen of it, the green milk looks yellow.
1: Yeah, it has a yellow tint to it. It doesn't really look green. You can also mix them too.
0: Like, I don't know if that's how it's photographing or what, but.
1: Yeah, probably people put filters on it, too, but who knows? But I don't know. They have like breakfast items, too, but I haven't really heard anything good or bad about them. The only thing I've heard like positive reviews on are those ribs. Like everything else is like mediocre. Like they have this little like hot dog bun looking thing. And it's just, it looks like a lot of, like, exotic food. Like, and it's really funny because, you know, a lot of people are saying, like, your kid's not going to fucking eat here. You know? And it's just, it's like, I don't think a person would want to go to Galaxy's Edge and order chicken tenders. You know? Yeah.
0: Like, if you're going for an immersive experience, you want the whole thing.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's just me. But I don't know. I guess some people are really picky. Then I haven't heard anything much about the alcoholic drinks. But they have like a beer flight. And that's like $75 for three beers. Okay. That's a lot. I know. Disneyland though. And then they have this cute little pour cup. And you can buy it for $32. Are you oh. going to buy a Porg cup? Uh, I don't know. Well, I got this pretty sweet poured cup for my birthday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Where did you get that from? From my friend, Emily Lind. I love it. I wasn't sure if
0: you had that or not. but Thank you. I, no, I don't. It's like you're you're drinking
1: out of a hollowed-out porg. <laughs> I am drinking out of a porg. Sweet. My dad just walked in here and gave me a milkshake. So nice. I'm currently drinking a margarita and a milkshake. What a time to be alive.
0: I gotta say, I kind of love how d- dingy the docking bay food place looks oh yeah like it's all like dirty and gross like not i mean obviously not (laughs) actually dirty and gross but like purposefully looking like rundown star wardsy dirty
1: and gross that's funny i love how it looks at night that's my biggest thing of how beautiful it all looks lit up at night Have you seen any pictures?
0: Yeah, a couple. Most of the ones I saw were the day, but...
1: Hmm. I'm I'm excited I'm going during the day, don't get me wrong, but I almost wanted to go during the night because I just feel like it looks so beautiful. But at the same time, you know, seeing everything in the daylight is so awesome. And, you know, I have an annual pass, too, so, I mean, I can go back any in, like, September anytime I want, but... Ooh, I found a review of the
0: breakfast foods. Ooh, let's read it. Okay, and this is from Disney Food Blog. Full breakfast review at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, Let me see if there's actually anything interesting looking. Let me send this to you in just a second. Let's see. There's, um... I mean, it's fairly standard breakfast stuff. There's the Rising Moon Overnight Oats, which is oats, dragon fruit, yogurt, and seasonal fruit. Uh, Bright Sun's Morning, which is three cheese, egg bite, pork sausage, purple potato hash, and some sort of roll. There's something called a Mustafarian Lava Roll, which does not have an explanation. But it looks like some sort of sweet thing. Hmm. Moof juice. Moof juice. Which is like a fruit punch. Cute.
1: I they see. They also the do a kid's breakfast. Oh, yeah. Three cheese egg bite with the pork sausage. Tasty. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't eat any of this, you know? Like, the pork sausage looks kind of good. Like, I'm not really a sausage girl, but I'm not really a breakfast girl either, but.
0: I mean, like, those oats with all the fruit and stuff, like, it looks tasty, but it's not what I want if I'm, like, at a theme park. And I want something, like, super indulgent,
1: you know? Yeah, like. I'm not going to waste $7 on a little, like, yogurt parfait thing when I could walk over and get the really good fried chicken over at... I'm spacing on the name, but... Yeah, Disney has some good food. But I don't think that this is the best food that you're going to get in the parks. I think that if you are curious about tasting this and... Curious about eating like Star Wars or related foods, then I think you should do it. You know, if you have the money and if you feel like spending $18 on, you know, some ribs, do yeah, it. I
0: think, I think like lunch or dinner would be the way to go, though. Although this Moustafari and Lava Roll sounds pretty good. Uh, puff pastry spouted into roll, baked with chocolate mousse inside, and topped with chocolate cookie crumbs and red berry glaze. Uh, they're just, their blog just says it's super sweet.
1: I think it's crazy that they have breakfast items. Like, I, they put so much thought into this. And, like, I'm, you know, I'm going to compare this a lot to the Harry Potter world in Universal Studios. Like, I don't remember seeing anything Harry Potter related other than, like, the chocolate frogs, the different candies, and, of course, like, the butter beer.
0: yeah. And I like that, like, like Lena. And I, like, even the within Galaxy's Edge, the fountain drink cups aren't Disney branded. Hmm. Or it's like they're not like any of the Galaxy's Edge branded stuff. They're selling outside of Galaxy's Edge. Hmm. So if it says like that's if you want a T-shirt that says Disney Parks like Galaxy's Edge, you don't get that inside Galaxy's Edge itself.
1: Yeah, you probably get it. At Star Traders or inside of Launch Bay. Because that's where there's this big little center that used to be where um, they had this like little future pavilion place. And that's where they're having everyone queue up and wait to go into Galaxy's Edge. And I feel like they have some merch in there maybe. But mostly Star Trader or even the World of Disney would have all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm really impressed like i part of me is not surprised but part of me is because of how they're dealing with the crowds how you know people are really enjoying this i mean i know that some of our friends have posted reviews have you watched or have you listened to Steele's review of galaxy's edge not yet yeah it's on my list i know because i i saw a lot of pictures of him and jason there and I know a couple of our friends are going soon. Like, I know Colleen is. Araj is going a day or two before us. He was making jokes that he wants Malik to be born in Galaxy's Edge so he could be a citizen of Batu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, I don't know. I mean, I am pumped to go. I definitely regret not getting a reservation because here i am spending you know a couple hundred dollars but i'm gonna make the best of it you know i haven't been at the disneyland hotel in a while and you know i'm gonna have a good time with you know two of the people that you know i love the most and i'm really excited for this wonderful journey i'm gonna go on and i think that someone should record my reaction going to galaxy's edge No, I think you'll have a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we'll be back for celebration whenever that is. And then, you know, I'll be over there during D23. It's a jam-packed summer. I have a lot to report on. Yeah, Wednesday 23. D23, I believe, is the 20-something of August. And I'm going only on Saturday because Saturday is when they're having the live-action panel. And uh, okay. The live-action panel will consist of Marvel, Disney, Star Wars, and I've heard rumors that they're going to focus mainly on The Mandalorian, while Comic-Con San Diego is going to focus on Rise of Skywalker. And unfortunately... It's impossible for San Diegans to get tickets to Comic-Con for some reason. Like, it's the weirdest thing. Like, people across the state, across the country can easily get in. But for Californians, it's, like, it's fucking rough. But I'll see what I can do. But, yeah, I mean, overall, I think the opening weekend and so far Galaxy's Edge is doing really good. I mean, I'm checking the wait times for Smuggler's Run right now. I've been doing that a lot lately. Like, even in Denver, I would be walking around and being, you know, curious about that. And it's funny because the rest of the Disney park is really slow. Like, usually around this time, like, the wait times are massive. Like, right now, it's only, like, a 10-minute wait for... You know, pirates and 20 minute wait for the Haunted Mansion, which is really short. And let's see, right now, Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars, 30 minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not bad at all. But yeah, I hope you all enjoyed our quick little Galaxy's Edge tour, pre tour, before the official tour of me. And I got to ask you a question, Emily. Okay. So I was on Twitter. I forget if it was Saturday or Sunday. And I saw a lot of people posting about Admiral Akbar. Yes. What's up with that?
0: Okay. It took me a while to figure out what was actually going on. Which is... There was a video... Put up by um, Jamie Strangroom, who does I follow him on Twitter. Um, I don't remember why, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean it's like literally, I'm like, I don't, I like, as soon as I heard his name, I'm like, oh, that sounds really familiar, but I couldn't like place it. <laughs> it's all good. But he does, he does stuff for for BBC. And does some, like, HuffPo pieces. And uh, he doesn't do a ton of Star Wars stuff. This was just something he did, I guess, on his own for his YouTube channel. And he was interviewing Tim Rose, who was the puppeteer who played Akbar. And he was talking about how disappointed he was in Akbar's death and that he felt like he had been he had been expecting like to be able to do something more in this movie. And that of course got picked up by all the anti Ryan Johnson anti Disney people and you know spawned a thousand of their crazy YouTube videos and stuff. And I don't want to I want to read uh, jamie's reaction to sort of the stuff that blew up and he had he had a couple of tweets about it he goes right i rarely get involved with star wars fan politics and i'm still not paid by disney to say that i like the last jedi but as i'm on a short break from being angry about brexit occasionally i do independent star wars interviews and upload them to youtube for some i don't do this often enough for others it's more than enough Tonight, I've seen some unacceptable, abusive tweets directed towards filmmakers off the back of an interview that I did with Admiral Akbar puppeteer Tim Rose, which has, been, which has subsequently been written about by a few sites. As often the way, reading articles can give a slightly different spin on things. If you watch the interview, then you will see that Tim was pretty jovial and lighthearted throughout and not bitter. It really didn't feel like a negative chat to me. Tim didn't complain about the treatment from the crew as he was not mistreated. He said he was left upset as he was hoping for a bigger role in the movie. The crew wouldn't have known about this as Tim kept his feelings private and he was in a big space squid costume. I think it's great Tim cares so much about the character, but it doesn't make the director bad or uncaring for having a different vision for the film than... That he was chosen based to direct. To, that he was chosen to direct based on his qualifications. I feel like Tim's comments have been used as his excuse to bash people, and that really doesn't sit right with me. It's okay to not like stuff, but it's really not okay to be nasty with it. Which I thought I thought was a really good response from him.
1: Yeah. So basically, the puppeteer is just mad that Adam Rockbar died. Or that he, like, died off-screen and didn't get to, like, do
0: anything big and cool. Which, look, from the one hand, I understand, like, as an actor, you get to be disappointed that you didn't get to do something really fucking cool. On the other hand, Akbar's a character who had half a dozen lines in a movie almost 40 years ago. And mostly survives in fandom as a meme. <laughs> Yeah. And so I, I get that you'd you'd want to do something cool. And so f- I don't I don't really have much of a problem with him saying that. But it definitely has been people taking that in bad faith, who definitely do not give a shit about this actor and do not give a shit about Akbar. Who are using it as an excuse, to be shitty about Ryan Johnson some more.
1: Hmm. Okay. That makes a lot more sense because when I was looking at tweets, like I saw someone post, I think it was Steele, about like people acting like Admiral Akbar was like a real hero. and what I would thought would, was happening was that like the puppeteer or something like said that Admiral Akbar did something because of like military traditions or something, and people thinking that he was an actual an actual military leader but
0: no I think yeah what, what Steele meant and what a whole lot of people misinterpreted is people are like the amount of people complaining about how disrespected Akbar was it's as if he's a like a real military veteran and not a fictional character hmm okay
1: well, I get that now. It's interesting though. Like I I'm glad that, you know, this puppeteer wasn't actually just like bashing Ryan Johnson. Like I get that, you know, actors and you know everyone's entitled to their own opinions. You know, like we were talking about like Mark Hamill a couple weeks ago, but I I get where they I get where he's coming from, you know, like he felt that Admiral Akbar deserved something better. Okay, cool. But the, I I understand that that does not mean that you should give Brian Johnson shit. Like I just I I can't believe that's still a thing. Like I thought that people were focused now on rewriting Game of Thrones. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, it definitely was weird to have this just suddenly flare up again, and it took me a bit to visualize like, what the fuck's happening. But yeah, well, and and I was and I was even more surprised because at first I thought. When I was just looking at it, I thought it was going to be, like, I thought it started from a couple of angry YouTubers. And then I'm like, oh, no, this started from a guy who d- isn't, like, a jackass. It's just a guy who was doing an interview.
1: Yeah, that's usually how it happens. It's like, just someone doing an interview and their words being twisted or, you know, people assume that they're bashing Ryan Johnson and
0: look, look, look! Like the dude was complaining some, and that's and again, like that's whatever. That's your business. I get it. Like you've been personally attached to this character for a long time. Yeah. But also, I'm sorry, you're Admiral Ackbar, so
1: (laughs) I don't know. I I mean you're right I mean it's it's Admiral Ackbar I mean I hate saying that I feel like Admiral Ackbar is very important because he's a meme but I'm sorry he's a meme I mean he had kind of a role in the Clone Wars and everything but I just I don't know but cool that you know the puppeteer had a you no, know, close bond with Admiral Akbar and he felt like he deserved better. Maybe other people do too, and maybe he wanted to talk about that so that other people could bond about that, but unfortunately it turned into a Ryan Johnson ruined the last Jedi again. So it's all good though. Yeah. But thank you for explaining this to me because I was gonna tweet about it or talk about it in, you know, DM groups, but I'm like I don't know. Like, I don't know if people are really, like, mad about this or really, you know, because I've been kind of out of the loop. So it's nice to know that it's, but it sucks that it's another, you know, people are giving shit about shit about The Last Jedi, but. Well. Bedwatch. Bedwatch. Um, bedwatch,
0: bedwatch, um, I'm going to go
1: Cad Bane. Ooh, he wears the cowboy hat
0: always. He does wear a cowboy hat.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. He wears that Do you thing. think in He's bed. kind of the kind of guy that wears socks in bed. Oh, I don't Oh, I hope not.
0: Although okay so my question about Cad Bane is the shit attached to his face how permanent is that
1: um i mean i
0: think it's pretty permanent is that like is that like because like he's traveling on planets in which he can't breathe the air or is that like how he is all the time
1: i want to assume that's how he is all the time like i feel like you need to love him for him not the not the bars on his you know the let me let me look at a picture of Cad Bane Right now. Because
0: he has, like, the tubes coming out of his cheeks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The tubes. Maybe they're just, like, a style accessory. Like maybe you can do some things with those tubes.
0: Well. Well, it seems like they could possibly get in the way. Mm. No, maybe they're back far I mean, enough. Depending on what angle you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Are they attached to his, like, back? Because they go back behind the coat.
1: I'm trying to look at pictures of Cad Bane right now, and I wish that. Because sometimes the story group, like, posts, like, the pictures of, like, their artwork. And. Yeah.
0: Oh, here's a picture of him
1: disguised as a
0: clone trooper where he doesn't have the stuff attached oh, to Oh, yeah, face. I see that
1: one right now. I kind of like him with the stuff. It's so weird to see him without the hat. I almost like him better with the hat and the stuff on his face. Like, he looks too plain. I don't know. The stormtrooper trooper outfit's a little, like, he, he looks a little chunky. Which is okay, but, you know.
0: Yeah, I prefer I prefer the cowboy gook. And he's got the nice boots. Yeah, I like a man with style. Okay, breathing tubes which enabled him to survive after being force choked. That's smart. You wanna
1: do a smart man, right? I think I think he'd be attentive. Yeah. I think so, too. I think that he would definitely Like, he'd want to make sure that you were
0: having a good time.
1: Yeah, since they return the favor. But, yeah. That is perfectly said. He has all those, like, buttons on his, like, uh, his arm. I believe it's his left arm. I wonder if those if he has any special buttons.
0: Like, special sex buttons? Mm-hmm. Okay. And also... Okay, so let's say the breathing tubes are off. He has a really like, like, rounded, like, mouth because there's almost no nose, or rather, it's like one thing. So, I mean, it seems like it would fit well.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Okay, I think I see like an actual picture of him. Like without the without the stuff. Here, let me send you a picture. I'm gonna send it on the ZenCaster chat. Okay. Apparently, he's 51 years old, male, okay. 1.85 meters.
0: Oh, without the face things, he's got some real sunken cheekbones. You know, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's why I sent it to you. One point eight. How tall is that? Five meters
1: two feet. It is six foot six. Okay. Or six foot foot oh six, so six foot one. A little over six foot. Yeah, okay, so he's not short. He's not super tall. He's, he's like right there. It's funny. There's like a live chat kind of thing going on right now. And part of me wants to be like, Hey, thanks for this picture. We're talking about uh, how he's in bed, (laughs) but no, that's awful. I would not do that. The red eyes are a little bit like disturbing, I guess. They remind me of like bugs. Like I think that you'd have to like close your eyes like while it was happening. Like, get into it, you Because know? I almost like sometimes you want like eye to eye contact during but I don't know if I can like look at that while I'm
0: I don't think I don't think I'd want like eye to eye contact with cat bait anyway. I think that's not, that's not like a soulful romantic fuck. So what, a soulful romantic fuck is from behind? <laughs> No, I'm saying he's not somebody you'd want, like, that, like, because the eye, eye contact can be really intense. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, like, that emotional thing isn't something I'd really want with him anyway.
1: Oh, okay. So you, you just want, like, a nice, good
0: fuck. Yeah. Like, I think Cad Bane is somebody you just have a good time with. He's like, you know, he's like, he he's in town for the day, and you have sex with Cad Bane, and then you never see Cad Bane again.
1: Yeah, but what if, like, accidentally, like, it turns into, like, a loving fuck? Because you, you never know when that, that <sighs> could happen.
0: I don't know, I feel like the cowboy thing would get pretty old. Pretty quick. Like I love it in the character and little bits, but if he's like calling me little lady and stuff like all the time, I can't I can't deal with that.
1: Maybe he calls your vagina that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Steel Saunders has stopped listening to our podcast and I really can't blame him.
1: I'm surprised he still listens. (laughs) But yeah, anyways, back to uh, Cad Bane. I wonder what his real name is. Maybe Cad Bane is just like a persona. No. Well, this was a good episode of Bedwatch.
0: Yeah, there we go. We have to, uh, I need to come up with a Bedwatch theme song.
1: Bedwatch. I can't
0: think of anything. <laughs> that, that's it. I expected that to go on, but it just, that was just
1: it. <laughs> that's it. Just bedwatch. No, you're, you're good with the songs. I'm not musically talented. Hmm. Well, do you want to get to email?
0: Oh, yeah. You can do that. Cool.
1: All right. Um, we got an email from JC. He titles it, or they title it, uh, episode 93. Uh, I listened this week because Eric had mentioned he was going to be on. Great show. I'll be adding it to my rotation. Thanks. Keep up the good work.
0: Oh, thank you. I hope that we're still
1: listenable without Eric Strathers on. Yeah, I mean, we might have lost you during bed watch, but... Hope you're still here. Yeah, that was a good episode last week with Eric. Eric's great. Yeah, he is. I was chilling in the Sithless Studio the other day, and he—it was cool seeing Eric because he like skypes it and I was joking around with him because he was making jokes that like no one's listening to the podcast anymore because they're talking about uh, burger chains, <laughs> and I texted him and I'm like, I'm still listening. <laughs> He's like, stop it. <laughs> oh, I love Eric. But yeah, also, thank you, Eric, for being on last week. It was a fun episode. A lot of technical difficulties that it took me around, like, three, four hours to edit. But it was worth it to hear the fun conversations again. But yeah, thank you, JC, for the email. And I believe that's it for emails. So everyone... Send us some emails, some voicemails, some bedwatch recommendations, fuck me kill recommendations. We haven't done top three in a while. That would be cool. Maybe. Yeah, we have lots of stuff to do. Yes. We have a jam packed summer full of Cantobite, and we are only a couple weeks away from 100.
0: Yeah, that'll be. That's exciting. I can't quite believe that.
1: I know. Well, I think that's, you know, everything that we covered today. I'm trying to think of anything else that you might have uh, forgotten or didn't think of, but I think that covers it.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So. Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't mute my mic in time I had to <laughs> sneeze. Oh, it's okay. Bless
1: you. All right. Um. Emily, where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter
0: and Instagram at EFLind. And you can find me on the other podcast I do, which is a Star Trek podcast called He's Dead, Jim. We're going through all the original series. And we just started season two with Amok Time, which is a great Spock episode. And you can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Pod.
1: Sweet. And... You can find me on Twitter as Kent Opert and Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. Well, I hope you all have a wonderful day or night or whatever it is. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.
2: Canto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style, uh, check it out, listen up y'all cause this is it, fuck all the rest be a Kento bitch, Britney the Ginge and Emily Lind, bet on these two to show a place and win, these are the girls you've been looking for, unique takes on Star Wars and more, listen every week for laughs and fun, take it from me Kanto bitch number one, what well, my girls at? They got the goods and I just can't quit, how do you become a bitch like me, podcast you gotta download CBD, send emails, just listen and chill, give them some names to fuck, Mary kill, ask them a question or send a top three, mine is Lindo, Brittany and me. What my girls at? The end. my girls at? Your the pod might be good but my are better, Check out some folks, they want a bang and a refresher Asajj Ventress and Kylo Ren, We'll have Tarkin and of course Mendo Send a shout to the Porgs into Rustin Brown And Emily's dad straight putting it down Every week my girls be getting it done I should know, I've been down since day one